song, I believe, has these words in it. They say this mountain can't be moved. They say these chains will never break. But they don't know you like we do. There is power in your name. But they don't know you like we do. They don't know you like we do. I wonder if I got a witness of anybody in here today that you know him. Come on, somebody, that you know him. Not about it. You know him. Not what we've heard, not what we hope. I know him. I'm going to make this very brief and very pointed. I'm not going into a lot of details, but we need everybody on the same page as far as information is concerned about Pastor Blees. <clears throat> Friday afternoon, Pastor Blees was at home taking a nap and undoubtedly while he was napping suffered from a ruptured aneurysm in the rear left portion of his brain. When he woke up, Kim and Michelle were there with mom and they all recognized something was wrong with him. He was very disoriented, very confused, and could hardly walk. So they called EMS. Uh, they rushed him to Scotland Memorial Hospital. <clears throat> they did, in fact, uh, find with their immediate testing that there was a brain bleed going on, and he was airlifted to the University of North Carolina Neuroscience ICU. He is currently on a ventilator, and according to the doctors that have had consultations with us as a family, he is exhibiting little to no neurological function. And the doctors have given us very little hope, if any hope, that there will be any recovery of these neurological functions. And the whole time while the doctors have been speaking to us in this little room, in the back of my mind, I keep saying they don't know him like we do. So we as a family want you to be aware uh, the doctors are giving us a little hope for Pop's recovery. <clears throat> so we want you to continue to pray. And the beautiful thing about this is, <clears throat> you know what, as a Christian, we understand this. The book of James says that this life is but a vapor. It's, it's just a puff of steam coming out of a pot. So you know what, if you're here seven days or you're here seven weeks, seven years or 70 years, life is brief. But the book of Hebrews tells us we're just pilgrims passing through this world anyway. Because see, folks, here's the thing. As a child of God, you are born again of your Father in heaven. You had a shift in your citizenship. And we don't live our life for everything in this world, this time, nor at this age. This world 
is where I have a temporary address, but it is not my final address. Can I get a witness from anybody today? So today, if you're a guest here and you're here for our Spring Family and Friend Day, that is awesome, and I'm gonna talk about that a little later today. But if you saw anything in our announcements or invitations or social media, in the top right-hand corner, it had a hashtag. It says Limitless Easter. Because we celebrated Resurrection Sunday two weeks ago. But can I talk to any born-again Christians in here today that believe that Jesus Christ is still alive two weeks later? We don't stop celebrating. Jesus is alive. He is the resurrection and the light. Come on, somebody. The Bible says he was the firstborn from the dead, not the lastborn, not the onlyborn. He is alive and he's well. And those of us who have our hope, our trust, and our confidence in him, we stand on that fact. So you know what? With Pop, with Pastor Blease, you know what? He's in God's hands. And God's given us peace with that. You know what? If God raises him up off that hospital bed, that'll be glorious. But you know what? If God does not raise him up off that bed but invites him into his heavenly home, that will be even more glorious. Come on, somebody. We've got, we've got a lot of situations going on. We've got pastor. We've got little baby Israel at the Medical University at Sean Jenkins Children's Hospital in Charleston with mom and dad Trevor and Rebecca there. That little tiny newborn baby needs a move of God. We've got Danica Thompson who is still undergoing skin grafts and stuff from her uh, second and third degree burns on 80% of her body. She is also at Chapel Hill in the burn center. She is currently on a ventilator as well, uh, and she is undergoing a lot of treatment, and that's a lot for a 14-year-old young girl. Her mama, Laura, had surgery just a couple of days after she was in the hospital, after Danica was put in the hospital, so Laura is recovering from surgery. Uh, Will, the dad, is doing everything he can to help there, and other folks from our church that are helping with them. So we've got a lot of situations. I don't have time to go into all those, but as we worship today and as we praise, how many of y'all believe this today? They don't know him like we do. So here's my thing. You know, somebody could have said, oh, Pastor Tim, you should have waited until the end of the service to talk about this. It's going to put a damper on it. If this puts a damper on your worship, you're not praising the same Jesus I'm praising. It don't put a damper on my praise. It puts fuel to the fire of my praise. Because see, let me talk to somebody today. It's easy for us to get up here and sing, this is how this is how I fight my battles when you don't have a battle to fight. I wish I could get two people to help me out in here. But when you are walking through the fire, when you are sitting in the lion's den looking 10 feet away from you and there's a hungry lion licking its chops. Come on, somebody. When the doctor's report doesn't agree with what your heart wants to hear, but you know God is still sovereign and God is still in control. This is how I fight my battle. Hallelujah. Join with us today and worship the Lord God Almighty. 
say to myself, the Lord is my inheritance. Therefore, I will hope in him. But as for me, I will sing about your power. Each morning, I will sing with joy about your unfailing love. For you have been my refuge, a place of safety when I am in distress. O oh, my strength, to you I sing praises. For you, O oh God, are my refuge, the God who shows me unfailing love. I will exalt you, my God and King, and praise your name forever and ever. I will praise you every day. Yes, I will praise you forever. Great is the Lord. He is most worthy of praise. No one can measure his greatness. Let everything that breathes sing praises to the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen.
give you praise, Lord. We give you praise, Lord. Hallelujah. When the sun is shining in the dark of night, the battle rages until it works out right. We give you praise at all times.
Thank you. 
were spoken. There they were. But I'm bringing that to here right now. Your need, the need of somebody that you love, you care for, your family. There was a time in the scripture that a centurion, a Roman soldier, a leader, kind of like what we would call a major or a general, a full bird colonel or something, he's high ranking. He had a servant. So Jesus was on his way to that guy's house. And lo and behold, before Jesus get there, gets there, another group of messengers get there. And that centurion said this. He said, you know what? You don't need to come to my house. I know who you are. Just speak a word. You can stop right where you are. Just speak the word, Jesus, right where you are. And what you say there will manifest here. Oh, my God. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. How many of y'all know right now, whoever, if it's you, if it's somebody you love, if it's people that you just right now, you've got needs and situations. I don't care if it's addictions. I don't care if it's drugs, alcohol, sex, whatever. If it's something physical in their body, the doctor said it's too late, it's too far gone. How many of y'all know if God can speak a star into existence, that can hold about 300 and something thousands of our sons, if he can speak that, then I believe he can speak into a cancer cell and say, die. Well, oh, come on, somebody. If you've got family members that you've been praying for their salvation, their prodigals, let me hear somebody shout prodigals. You know what? We've been praying for prodigals for weeks here on Sunday nights. And I declare to you, you know what? The prophet God said through the prophet, he said, I'll say to the north, give up. To the south, release them, let them go. To the east and the west, he said, I'll call my sons and daughters from afar. Right now, Lord, we just ask you to speak a word. Would you join with me in whatever needs you have right now? With whoever you can pray for in your family, your circle right now, your circle of friends. Lord, we ask you to speak a word. Speak a word of salvation. Speak a word of conviction. Speak a word of healing. Speak a word of deliverance. Speak a miracle, God. Speak a miracle, God. Speak a miracle, God. Speak a miracle, God. Oh, come on, somebody help me lift your voice. Let a roar come up in this place right now by the power of the Holy Ghost. We, we allow the Holy Spirit to make intercession through us. In the name of the Lord God Almighty, we intercede, Lord. We ask you to speak a word. Speak a word of grace. Speak a word of healing. Speak a word of peace. Speak a word of courage to that person that's about to give up on their marriage or give up on life itself. We speak courage into their soul today. In the name of Jesus, to those facing despair, we say to you, don't you quit. Don't you give up. Then take another step. Take a deep breath. We speak the name of Jesus over you today.
maybe there are some prodigals in here. You've been running from God. You know you've been running. Maybe you're tired of running. Maybe the next thing you ought to run is run up to this altar and say, Jesus, forgive me. Let me come back home. Because you know what? He's the father just like in the story of the prodigal. He's waiting on you. He's looking from heaven and he's waiting on you no matter where you've been, how high you got or how low you went. His eyes were always on you. Come on, church, help me for a minute up in here. Would you do that? Just help me right now. Hallelujah. Speak the word, Lord. Speak into hearts right now. Speak into minds right now. Those that are dealing with depression right now, we pray the joy of the Lord. Speak the word, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For those bound up in fear, we speak deliverance and healing from that in the name of Jesus. And we speak, we speak boldness into you in the name of the Lord God Almighty. Exist yet 
For I am the Lord who sees you right where you are, exactly where you are. I see you in the midst of the mess, and I see you as you are despairing for hope. I see you as you are daring to lift your eyes again, to look unto the hills from whence cometh your help. Your help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. I see you, my child. I say to you this morning, I see you, my child. And I know everything about you. I know completely what you are going through at this time. I know the valley that you are walking through, and I want to assure you today that I walk with you. You do not walk alone. You are not abandoned. You are not fatherless. You are not an orphan. I walk with you with you. I call you my own. I am your father and I am your God. And though you walk through the very valley of the shadow of death, you have to fear no evil for I am with you. My rod and my staff comfort you. I am preparing a table for you, child, in the very presence of your enemies. I am anointing your head this morning so that your cup will overflow. No matter what the battle is, you do not fight alone. I fight for you. The battle is mine, declares the Lord. Receive the word of the Lord. Receive the word of the Lord. Receive the word of the Lord today. Let it saturate your soul. Hallelujah. If you need to come up to this altar and spend some time with the Lord God, that'd be a good time right now for you to make that move. It'd be a good time for you to come and humble and submit yourself before the Lord God Almighty. Lord, we thank you for your blood today. We thank you for your life that you gave on the cross, Lord God. Thank you for your Holy Spirit, the comforter, the paraclete who is with us right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah.
slip our hands out for just a few more moments. God, we thank you today for your presence in this place, oh Lord. God, we're grateful that you chose to come by today to visit with us. Lord, there is nothing like your presence, nothing like your presence today. God, no matter what the situation may be, we can lift our hands high and know that if you are for us, then who can be against us, God? God, Paul and Silas, when they were sitting in the prison, locked up, beaten, humiliated, broken, crushed. But Lord, they made a choice at the midnight hour to praise you. And today in this moment, God, we make a choice to praise you despite what it may look like, God. Despite what we may feel like, God. Despite what the outcome may look like, we choose to praise you regardless of what it is, God. Because I've been through too many situations in my life to know that you are a faithful God. You're the same yesterday, today, and forever. Forever you will be strong and lifted up today. And God, we trust in your sovereign hand today. God, you are good. 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 Somebody say that name, Jesus. 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 One more time, Jesus. situations have to bow. Circumstances have to bow. Problems have to bow. Anxiety has to bow. Depression has to bow. Fear has to leave. Strongholds have to be broken. Chains have to be released. Mountains have to be crushed. Healing comes forth when that name is spoken. Prodigals come running home when that name is spoken. Oh, oh that name Jesus carries weight. Jesus. Jesus. We speak Jesus over this region, Lord. We speak Jesus over every heart that is under the sound of our voice today. Whatever that mountain is, we speak Jesus. Holy Spirit, it's good today. It's good today. I, I preached on the new wine a, a couple, about a month or so ago. And it's what the Lord gave me for, for this house. And what I didn't allude to, what I didn't talk about is when wine is made or when the, the olives are, the olive oil is made, there is a pressing, there is a crushing, that process that has to be made. It's good to talk about the new wine when it feels good, right? It's good to talk about how God is going to embellish in our house and he's going to uh, open up the windows of heaven upon our house. But guys, when that crushing comes, 
And I'm going to be honest with you. When, when that message was released, and since then, it seems like the floodgates of, of all Hades has been released upon Northview. But guys, let me encourage you today. That word is still powerful. Yes. And it's not because I yes. spoke it. It's because of what Holy Spirit spoke to us. To us. And no matter what he may throw our way, I want to reassure you today that that new wine is still flowing. And the gates of hell will not prevail. Look to your neighbor and say, they will not prevail. Look to your other neighbor and say, we will come out on top. We will because God's word is true. Look to your neighbor and say, you are an overcomer. If God be for us, church, who? Look to your neighbor and say, who? Who can dare stand against the God that we serve? Who can dare lift up his little head and try to rear and try to discourage us and get us off tap? Who can do that? There is no other name this side of heaven that bows to that, that can, that can may have power and authority, but that name Jesus has power and all authority upon our heaven. When we speak and release that name Jesus, everything has to bow down. Everything has to go away because at that name Jesus, demons begin to tremble. bless the Lord today. Can we bless him today? Hallelujah. Praise him like he already did it. Praise him like it's already done. There is no devil in hell that can stop what God has for us. We will march forward. We will go forward. Never say you got a line on the inside of you. 
You couldn't open your mouth and praise God, even though you knew he was good, even though you knew he was faithful, you just couldn't say anything. I've learned that it is in those moments when you don't feel like it, when it don't look good, when the circumstances are overwhelming you and you don't know what to pray, when the situations have overcome you and you don't know where to look, when you come and you're overwhelmed by what your problems are saying to you. Is in those moments that if we can just press in a little bit more and say, God, I will release a praise no matter what I feel like, then I believe it's in those moments. That's why the prison walls come falling down for Paul and Silas, because they didn't feel like praising God. They had been beaten, humiliated, and everything was taken away, but they said, God, you are still good no matter what I'm facing. God, you are still good no matter what the circumstances are. You are still good no matter what my life may look like. And they began to lift up the shout at the beginning of the midnight hour. They said, God, we thank you today. God, we thank you today. And today, maybe you're standing here on the sound of my voice and you don't know what the world's going on. You don't know what's going on. But I don't know about you, but whatever situation you are going through, God is here to meet that need. God is able to take around every situation and turn it around for your good and his glory. Thank you. 
lips being knocked off.
want you, you your children, your, your, your parents need to come running home. Some of you come to church by yourself as a child. Let me speak to those people right here in this moment. If you will open up your mouth and release God's presence right now in this moment and declare over your mama, over your daddy, over your grandma, over your grandpa, whoever watches over you and say, God, I to call them coming home, come running to you. Children, teenagers, young adults, if you have parents that you know are not saved, I want you to begin to lift your hands right now in this moment. Teenagers, young children, I want you to understand something. Guys, this is not just for adults. This is for you. What God has for Northview is for the senior saints, is for Merge 2040, is for North of 40, is for the teenagers, is for the children's ministries. It is for everybody. And for teenagers, I want you to release your voice right now in this moment. And they say that my mama and my daddy are coming home. My grandma and my grandpa are coming home. My aunt and my uncle are coming home. My, my, people, my cousins and my brothers and sisters are coming home. to turn to that door right now in this moment stretch your hand towards that door 
And I want you to think of one person right now that you know that needs the Lord. Maybe it's your son, maybe it's your daughter, maybe it's your grandma, grandma, whoever that person may be. And I want you to say their name right now. At the count of three, I want you to say such and such, come home. One, two, three. Say it again, guys. Say it again. One, two, three. Lift up a shout one more time for God and what he's going to do. We call it done in Jesus' name. faithful to anybody in here? Has he proved himself to you over and over again? Amen, amen. You may be seated in his presence. Thank you, President, for hanging out with us for a few more moments. And guys, here today, one of those prodigals we was talking about, they came home. <laughs> Miss Stephanie, where's she at? Stephanie, wave your hand, Stephanie. Can we thank the Lord for that prodigal coming home? Amen. Amen. The angels in heaven are rejoicing. The prodigal has come home. Amen. Amen. More fitting than for God to do that on a Sunday like this. As he was calling his people back to him. God will show us how good he is if we let him. If we let him show, him how, how, show us how good he is, he will let us know and show us how good he is. Pastor Faye, he is faithful. He is faithful. Look to your neighbor and say, welcome to Northview. Amen. We are thankful for what the Lord has done here today and going to continue to do. Amen. We're thankful for the prodigal that's come home. Look to your neighbor and say, you look good today. <laughs> Miss Faye, you always look beautiful. <laughs> amen, amen. Look to your neighbor and say, I'm glad you come with me on Family and Friends Day. <laughs> amen, amen. Well, guys, uh, my name is Pastor Michael. I appreciate you guys for coming out today. And, and guys, I'm thankful for God's presence being here in the place today. God is so good to us for him to grace us with his presence and continue to draw his people towards him. Because I'm holding on to that promise that God gave us. New wine is flowing in this house. New wine is flowing in this house. Amen. Remember today after service, we're going to have lunch and everything provided. You don't have to do anything. Well, at, at the end of the service, we'll dismiss you. You can go grab your chairs and tables and set up. And then we'll wait for further instruction on that. Um, this Friday and Saturday, where's all my men at? Men, let me hear you one more time. All right. I heard there's some ladies that want to do security. We'll just have to talk to you about that. Amen. But this Friday and Saturday, we are, ha are having a men's conference. Man up. Look to the next man that's closest to you. Say, man up. Man up. Man up. 
Pastor Glenn Waters from Judah Church will be here Friday night uh, delivering the word for us. And if you've ever heard Pastor Glenn, you know that you are in for a treat and what God is going to do in that service. I, I, guys, my heart is just leaping because I'm excited when men get together. Something about when men get together uh, as, as the, the authoritative and figure of their house, the men of the household. I tell you what, uh, I shared this statistic Wednesday that when a, when a father comes to the Lord, 93% of the time, the families will come right after him. So men, time to man up. Be what God has called us to be. Be what God have, wants us to be. Because we have children that are looking for us to lead them. And then that Saturday, we have a, par uh, a panel of pastors, about five pastors, including Pastor Tim, that will be partaking in a, a discussion. We'll, we'll have different questions available, um, and, and they will go for those. Also, out there in the foyer, we have a sign-up for FPU class. Uh, Luke, stand up real quick, and Mr. Rick, throw your hand up, see them. Those guys right there have headed up FPU, the last class, and we are thankful for what God has done through every person that has taken that class. Guys, it is well worth your time and your, and your effort to attend that class. That will begin May 2nd on a Tuesday uh, at 6 o'clock. Um, meeting will either be in the fellowship hall or children's church room, and, but Tuesday, May 2nd, sign-up sheet is outside. Also, Vacation Bible School, sign-up sheet. Make sure you sign up on the outside. Uh, we need lots of volunteers, lots of help for a four-night uh, VBS, I'm looking for at least 100 kids a night. At least. We were close last year. I know we can break that this year. Uh, oh, that was about one person now. Listen, we're going to have over 100 kids a night. We're going to need some help. And all my children ministry said amen. <laughs> Teacher said amen. 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 We're looking forward to God. And, and listen, I'll say this. I'm going to get out of the way, guys. There's something about a seed being planted in a child and their parent not going to church. They will bug that parent to death till they take them to church. I've seen it happen. We get the kid involved, and they bring the mama and daddy, and then Jesus does the rest. Jesus does the rest. I'll end up with that. Amen. At this time, we're going to take up our offering. Ushers will come forth. If you need a tithing envelope, if you just slip up your hand, our, our wonderful ushers will serve you and get you what you need. And also, while they're doing that, guys, we have a, our bulletin that is printed out every week. Uh, inside that bulletin, if you are a first-time attender, there is a leaflet on the inside. You can take it out. You can tear it and rip it out. And outside in the foyer, when you go out there, there's a desk out there, a welcome desk. Someone will greet you and give you a gift. Somebody say, if it's free, it's for me. <laughs> oh, don't act like y'all don't like free gifts. Amen. We love our people here at Northview, and we want to bless you and give you a free gift and let you know that you are important. Whenever those uh, ushers go by and click your number on the little thing that they use attendance, that number counts. You are important, and when you're not here, you are missed. Amen. Are you ready to give this morning? Well, that was about three people. Are you ready to give this morning? Well, let's stand to your feet. And as the musicians give us some giving music, as the old pastor used to say, would you come and give to the Lord today? Amen. Bless you guys.
get somebody today to say, Jehovah Jireh, he is my provider. Maybe y'all believe it today. Let's make our confession over this tithe and the offering before we return, return it to the Lord. As we receive today's offering, we are believing the Lord for jobs and better jobs, raises and bonuses, benefits, sales and commissions, favorable settlements, estates and inheritances, interests and income, rebates and returns, checks in the mail, gifts and surprises, binding money, debts paid off, expenses decrease, blessings increase. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for meeting all of my financial needs that I may have more than enough to give into the kingdom of God and promote the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And in the words of our pastor emeritus, Kenneth Blees, there is abundance in this house. There is abundance in this house. So, Lord, we release our confession. Job 22, 28, decree a thing and it shall be established unto you. Proverbs 18, 21, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, speak these things continually in your life and you will make your own way prosperous. So Lord, we release the word of the Lord today and we release faith in the giving of the tithe and the offering. We acknowledge you are El Shaddai, you are more than enough and that my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches in glory. If you believe that, everybody give the Lord a big shout of praise, would you? Why are you standing with me? Let's make our faith statement. We are sword strong, word ready, purpose filled. We will not be denied. And in Jesus' name, we will do everything. Not somehow, but Give the Lord a praise and your neighbor a high five. Would you do that? I want to say thank you to everybody who is with us today. And uh, I'm so glad y'all are here. I'm excited that y'all are here. And it is our spring family and friends day. We're going to talk about that for just a moment, in just a moment. And I'm just going to be brief for just a moment. We got 600 hot dogs. And about 500,000 cookies and cupcakes. So I hope y'all are hungry. And there are gallons and gallons and gallons and gallons and gallons of lemonade. I hope y'all are going to be thirsty. We're going to have fun. We're going to have games and stuff outside. And outside and inside, later today, y'all, we are doing a scavenger hunt. Like one you've never been on before. Trust me. Something that the Lord kept dropping things in Miss Sharon and my wife's heart, and they kept putting all this stuff together and folks helping them. It's going to be awesome. So here's the thing. You're going to do it as families. So you can say, well, Pastor Tim, I'm here 
I don't have any family here. We will adopt you into a family today, okay? And if you are here as a family and you see somebody that's, a, that here, that's here that may not have somebody with them, bring them in. Say, come on, you're in our family today. It's going to be fun. Y'all trust me, okay? Y'all do know how to have fun, don't you? I mean, y'all don't try to be so super holy now, you know, like, oh, Christians can't have fun. Yes, we can, man. And I don't need anything to impair my judgment to have said fun. Oh, let me move on. Lord, we humble ourselves before you today. Thank you so much for what you've done already. Thank you for the lives that you've impacted, the words that you've given. Lord, the anointing, your power, your presence that has touched every heart, not only in this room, but Lord, around the world through the internet on Facebook Live and YouTube and Roku and Christian World Media, uh, via all the other stuff that we do, the podcast that will be on tomorrow. Lord, thank you for using the sound that you created in Northview Harvest Ministries to touch people's lives. We bless you and we honor you. I, for one, I am grateful to be a part of what you're doing in this house, in this ministry. In a day, Lord, in a culture when church trends are dying and drying up, what you're doing here at Northview is something that people can't wrap their mind around. And it's because Tim Hodge is not doing it. His staff is not doing it. You're doing it. And God, we're extremely humble, excited, and grateful to see you touching lives. I'm grateful, grateful for what you're doing in my heart. So Lord, I honor you today in Jesus' name. And if you can pray any of that prayer for yourself or, or your heart, would you just give the Lord a big hearty amen? amen? Yes, awesome. So if you want to make a hashtag, if you want to go on social media right quick and just put a quick hashtag on there, Facebook or Twitter or whatever you're on, and uh, just put Limitless Easter, hashtag Limitless Easter, put Easter in all caps if you would, make it stand out better because we want to talk about that. And be sure, if whatever you're on, if you can put a location for Northview Harvest Ministries because I want people to come and see what God's doing at this location. Again, that's Limitless Easter and this location. So if you would, or if you want to do it later, share the video on Facebook, y'all. Go to the video uh, that's on Northview Harvest Ministries, hit the share button and help us get this Man, I want people, this atmosphere here, I want people to get that in their hospital rooms. Uh, by the way, uh, Buck, would you pull up camera, what, that's three, right? Camera three, and uh, pull it around on, on the congregation here. And I know right now, the Murphys are watching, the Thompsons are watching. Uh, I know... The Bleezes and the Bleeze girls are watching in Chapel Hill as well. So I want y'all to look at that camera right there and I want you to wave at them real big and just give all of those, the Murphys, the Thompsons, and the Bleezes, just give them all a big old shout and let them know you love them today. Would you do that? Thank you. Now, I'm like I said, I'm just gonna be a minute. You know, I just pray right now that the Lord would let me say something that will impact somebody's heart. I'm not trying to use big fancy words or impress anybody. 
But I believe that God can use my voice to impact people's hearts today. So let's talk. Look at somebody and say, welcome to Spring Family and Friends Day. Would you do that? Did y'all mean it? Welcome to Spring Family and Friends Day. So here, let me, let me talk about this in just a minute, okay? Uh, so here's, here's my first thing. Why do a day like this? Why do we do like, why do we do something like this? Look at your neighbor and say, why are these crazy people doing all this? Why have people been working for weeks getting all this stuff together? What in the world would possess uh, uh, preacher Paul Lemon and uh, Fellowship of Christian Athletes to get us 600 hot dog weenies? And uh, what in the world would possess Jim uh, Albright to go all over Scotland County and get every hot dog bun he could find? Well, that's what he told me the other day when I walked in. He said, I got every, I've got every hot dog bun in Laurenburg. <laughs> what would possess us to do that? And these people that are made delicious chili, and uh, we got like 12 buckets of, where did we get that slaw from? Captain Larry's. Why would we do so? Why get all these games? Why plan a fun day like this? And here's the thing, y'all. Everything we do here at Northview has to answer to the why. In fact, you can ask my staff here. We always ask why. If you go in my office, anytime you're in there, not like you're getting called to the principal's office, you can just come visit, you know what I'm saying? But if you look on the, the erasable marker board that sits, that's on the wall across from my desk, there's a lot gets wiped and erased from that board, but there's one thing that never gets erased, and it's this, W-H-Y, question mark, why? Anything that I put on that board, planning or prayer, why? What's our purpose for doing it? So I want to tell you, we've got a purpose for today. We've got a reason for 600 hot dogs, <laughs> and you can't leave until they're all gone. We're going to have armed guards at the driveway, and you cannot leave until our, and I'm just joking on that, okay? So why? Look at your neighbor and say, why would they do this? Well, let me give you the answers to the why. You ready? Very simple, very simple right here, because everything revolves around relationships. Anybody ever heard that before? Everything revolves around relationships. Folks, in fact, I'm going to say this. I've said it a million times before, maybe. I'm going to say it again here, and if the Lord gives me breath, I'll say it 10 million times more. Even the cross of Jesus Christ is not a symbol of a new religion. It is a symbol of a prepared relationship. Because when Adam was in the garden and he bit into that forbidden fruit and sin entered into the human race and mankind was separated from God, Jesus came and he hung on the cross. With one hand, he grabbed God the Father and with the other hand, he grabbed lost mankind and Jesus became the mediator. He pulled the two back together again. Everything is about relationship, y'all. And isn't it amazing? I left my phone down there, but isn't it amazing? Anybody got a smartphone? You can hold up, wave it at me right quick. I know y'all do, because all y'all got it right there, right? 
Isn't it amazing that we can reach out around the world and touch somebody? Thank you, Pastor Michael. We can reach out around the world and touch somebody. We are more in touch with people than we've ever been before. We can get on Facebook, Twitter, Instant Messenger, phone call, text, uh, WhatsApp, all that stuff, and we can just talk to people all around the world. We're in touch, but the bottom line is relationally, we're more out of touch than we've ever been in human history. We're doing a lot of social media stuff and we're being social digitally, but relationally, we are dysfunctional. So we do today, days like today, one of the reasons we say why is because it's, everything revolves around relationships and we want to help pull people together to let's do stuff together. Why else do we do a, a day like today? Because Christianity is supposed to be about family and friends. It's not about a holy huddle. It's about when I come to Christ. How many of y'all remember when you first got saved? Anybody saved in here today already? Do y'all remember when you first got saved? Do you remember like the day you woke up the next morning and you wanted to tell the whole world about Jesus? That what this amazing experience that you'd had you wanted to tell your grandma, your grandpa, your aunt, your uncle, your cousins. You wanted to see everybody in your neighborhood, everybody you work with, everybody you went to school with. You wanted to tell them what had happened to you. And then lo and behold, you started going to church and you started acting like those other dead people at church and now you don't want to tell anybody. We don't want that here. We don't want that here. And I'm going to tell you what, that's not in me. Because you know what? I've been saved now for around that 37 years. And you know what? It's still as fresh. Rick Freeman, it's still as fresh to me right now as it was the night I walked out of that little brick building on Lees Mill Road. It is still real to me. And I want the world to know I believe this gospel. I believe whatever situation you're facing, I believe whatever problem you're dealing with, I believe with whatever struggle that you're dealing with, I believe with any sin that you're trying to hide, but you know it's damning your soul to hell and it's keeping you away from God. I believe the love of God is greater than all of that. And I believe the love of God, God and the grace of God will cause your life to change and he would do it all by himself. Does anybody else believe that besides me? So, yeah, we do days like today because we just want to get friends and family together and, and just kind of do what we're supposed to do, be Christians. And, and here's another thing. We do days like today because Christianity is both serious and fun. See, if you're serious all the time, you're starchy. If you're fun all the time, you're flaky. If you know how to have fun and be serious in the things of God, you're balanced. And that's what we want to be. Some people look at me weird with the ideas that I come up with. Well, that's good because I look at myself weird with some of the ideas that I come up with. But you know what? You just got to go with it. I am not afraid to think outside the box. And I'm glad to have people around me that even though they might cock an eyebrow up a little high sometime, they're not afraid to go with me with where the Lord says we need to march to. So how many of y'all are glad that we can be a balanced people? We can have a good time and we can be serious like we have here today in the things of God. 
I don't know about y'all, but that kind of makes me happy. Okay, and uh-oh. Everybody say uh-oh. Can, can I ask you to do me a quick favor? I'm not going to ask you for blood or serial numbers or credit card numbers, but just, and I'm not, we're not going to make you stand up, run around the building, and we certainly ain't bringing no snakes out in here, okay? But how many of y'all today are here because somebody invited you? Don't, you, just wave your hand a little bit at me. Would you just, you're here because somebody invited you. Thank you. You're here because somebody invited you. That's good, that's good, that's good. Okay, so this is for you. Why are we doing things like today? You're here because we tricked you. <laughs> yeah, we did. Sorry, we tricked you. It was all bait. 600 hot dogs of bait. Five million gallons of lemonade for bait. Cookies, cupcakes, games is all baked. Because the bottom line is, we wanted to get you in this atmosphere. We wanted to get you into the presence of Jesus. Because we believe at the core of our being that whatever you need, he is the answer. If you need a savior, he's a savior. If you need a healer, he's a healer. If you need freedom, he's the God who will set you free. If you need peace, let me tell you something. He stepped up on a boat in the midst of a storm and grabbed a hold to the, the rigging and stood up on the bow and he said, peace, be still, and that storm automatically ceased. And you know what? He's the same yesterday He's the same today and he's the same forever. So the same Jesus that 2,000 years ago spoke in that storm and it ceased. He's the same Jesus that will speak in your situation today. And yeah, we'll spend money. Yes, we'll kill a whole lot of pigs. And we'll do whatever it takes if we can get you into the presence of Jesus. And really, that's, that's the bottom line of what today. All the other whys, all the other becauses, they're important. But the bottom line, y'all, is we wanted to get you into the presence of Jesus. Well, Pastor Tim, I don't know about all that, but let me, just, let me just drop this on you, and I'm done right here, okay? In the book of John, when Jesus has reached adulthood, <clears throat> the scripture says, again, the next day, John, that is John the Baptist, stood by with two of his disciples, and looking at Jesus as he walked, coming down the Jordan River, and he said, that is John the Baptist said, behold the Lamb of God. Somebody just whisper that, behold the Lamb of God. How many of y'all believe he was the Lamb of God? How many of y'all believe he still is the Lamb of God? How many of y'all believe he hung on the cross and gave his life and shed his blood because only his blood as the Lamb of God could wash away our sin? Thank God, hallelujah. Somebody give him a praise, would you? So John the Baptist saying that standing there, he says, behold, the Lamb of God is looking at Jesus. And verse 37 says, the two disciples heard him speak and they followed Jesus. Then Jesus turned and seeing them following him said, 
what do you seek? And they said to him, Rabbi, which is they say it was translated as teacher, where are you staying? And he said to them, come and see. And they came and saw where he was staying and remained with him that day. Now it was about the 10th hour. That is in Jewish time, that's about four o'clock in the afternoon for you military folks, 1600. I just wanna make sure anybody left out, okay? Verse 40, look what it says. One of the two who heard John speak and followed Jesus, he was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. Verse 41 says, he first found his own brother Simon and said unto him, we have found the Messiah, which is translated the Christ. And look at how this very next verse starts. And he brought him to Jesus. Can I talk to you Christians just a minute? Everybody that's a Christian in here, wave your hand at me. Keep them up because we are coming to get your credit card numbers. I'm just playing. <laughs> just joking. I'm just joking. Nobody get nervous. Actually, we have so much technology in here, we've already read everything. We have your credit rating and everything, so we're good. I'm just playing. That's a joke. Christians, let me talk to y'all just a minute. If we ever get so caught up in being so spiritual in the things of God that this is no longer a priority to us, we need to go back to the altar and start all over again. Did y'all hear that? I had three people hear it over there. Johnny Ray, did y'all hear that over there? Okay, if we forget this as a priority, we need to go back to an altar. Folks, when you leave out of this property today, when you leave off of this campus, you go back into your neighborhood, you go back to work, you go back to school, youth group, I am so glad what God's doing on y'all. I love you guys. Y'all are awesome. That would be a good time for you to say, we love you too, Pastor Tim. Oh, Pastor Helen Vita, you, Pastor Tim, you're just the most awesome person on the planet. Well, can't blame a brother for trying. <laughs> but y'all, when we go out of these doors and we go out off of this campus, if we're gonna be real Christians, if we've got true gospel beating in our heart, everybody we talk to, we should be listening to the Holy Spirit and saying, how can I bring him or her to Jesus? We do believe Jesus is still the answer, right? Yes. Amen. Amen. Would you stand to your feet with me? Let me pray with you today. I'm going to ask Pastor Michael. He's going to come back up here and he's going to release you guys. He's going to give you some instructions, I think. You're giving instructions about today? All right. Let me pray with you all before he comes back up. The psalmist said, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Lord God Almighty, today I believe with every fiber of my being, every ounce of my existence, every essence of my DNA, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. 
I believe he came. I believe he lived. I believe he was conceived of by the Holy Spirit in a virgin's womb. I believe he lived 33 years of pure, sinless living, and he gave his life as he was nailed to an old rugged cross, and he died in my place. But my story does not stop there because I believe three days after that, he rose again from the dead, just like he said. That is why we are 2,000 years later and we are still celebrating the resurrection of Jesus Christ and that is why we use that hashtag today, Limitless Easter, because Easter is not confined to one day a year to dress up and get bunny rabbits and eggs out and hide them. Easter, the resurrection, is 365 24-7, we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ because if he rose again, everything else he said was true. I believe today he is alive and he is well. Friend, if you're in this room today, if you're watching this service online today, if Jesus is not the Lord of your life, if you know right now that there's stuff in your life that God's not pleased with, I'm not gonna pull out a file cabinet and start calling out names of stuff, but you know in your own heart because right now the Holy Spirit is squeezing it a little bit. It's called conviction. And if you've got activities or actions or stuff you got going on that you make and hide from everybody else, but right now you feel a little squeamish because you know God sees it. I just encourage you to release that to the Lord. Repent, turn around and walk away from those things. Commit your life to the Lord Jesus Christ. With everything that is in you, say to him, Jesus, I receive you as my Lord. And today, I want you to have every, every facet of my life. I want to put it in your hands. I give myself away. Maybe right now with every head bowed and every eye closed, is there any person in this room that can say that? Pastor Tim, I would be willing to pray that prayer right there. I give myself away. I believe what you're saying today. I believe Jesus is the Lord. I believe he's the Lamb of God. I believe he rose again from the dead and I want to commit my life to him. Would you raise your hand quickly in this room today if there's anybody? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You can say, I believe, Pastor Tim, I'm ready to let, I'm ready to commit my life to Jesus. And those of you that raised your hands, I'm going to pray a prayer. And I need you to understand what you just said in your heart and mind, you mean business with him. But I'm going to say a prayer, and I'm going to go real slow because I want you to pray that prayer with me, and I want you to think about the words while you say them. In fact, children of God, all of you already born again in here, it might do us good to just in a prayer of recommittal to pray this prayer. So lift your voices with me, would you? Heavenly Father, this day I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe 
He was born in a virgin's womb. I believe that at the age of 33 years, he was nailed to a cross. He was a sacrifice in my place. I believe that the blood that he shed and the life that he gave was far more than enough to wash my sins away and to make me a brand new person. So Jesus, today, I confess you as my Lord. I repent of my sins. And by your grace, I do an about face in my life. I turn my back to all sin. And by faith and by grace, I will live and walk in the power of God. In the name of Jesus, amen. Now, if you really, really, really believe that prayer, I want you to put your hands together and give the Lord a praise in this room. is good guys amen you may be seated for just a few moments miss sharon is coming to give us further instruction let's give miss sharon a hand on the behalf of the discipleship ministries team we just want to welcome everybody as well we're so glad that each of you are here and that um, we all get to experience this day together. We have been so excited about this. We truly believe that the scavenger hunt that we're going to do is a God idea that the Lord just birthed um, within us. One person had an idea and another person added to it and just kept bouncing ideas around. And before we knew it, we had a full-blown scavenger hunt going on. So we're very excited about that. Um, if I miss any names in this, I want you to come tell me and I will make it right. But we've got some people that have um, donated some prizes, some random prizes for us that you'll find throughout the hunt. And those came from Courtney Poole, Michelle Poole, Jessica Bledsoe, Allison Warren, and Elise Bethay. Um, so you're gonna be along with the object that you're looking for in each section There'll also be little strips of paper. Some of them might be attached to the object and some of them might just be hidden as well. So look for the paper to claim your prizes. And then at the end, we have a first, second, and third prize that you're really gonna wanna be able to take home with you. It's a prize that's gonna enable your family to be able to do something together. So we'll tell you more about that at the end of the hunt. Um, so we came up with some rules for today. The number one rule, have fun, laugh a lot, enjoy yourself, and make memories. That's what this day is all about. Us as a faith family making memories and each nuclear family getting to make memories as well. All of your team members must go to each area. 
but only one person in your team is going to actually look for the object once you get to the area. We had to think through that because let's, let's face it, if we got 300 people in each place looking for stuff, if we've got 377 people in each place looking for stuff, it would be so crowded that we couldn't do it. So each team has to go to each place, but only one person from your team is going to hunt for the object. And it cannot be the same person every time. We want everybody on your team to be able to participate. Yeah. So the very first clue, Pastor Tim is going to read out loud. And then Pastor Mandy's gonna be standing out there with these bags like this. We've already put the first clue in your bag for you because when you get to the end of the hunt, you have to have every paper clue in your bag as well as each object that you find has to be in your bag. So when you go to your first place and you find your first object, you're gonna drop that object into your bag. Then you're going to take your clue, and since Pastor Tim is giving the first clue,